Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, everybody. Roy Scovel here. And Daniel Van Kirk. We just want to let you guys know that if you enjoy Pen Pals, uh, our podcast that comes out every single Wednesday, then you might enjoy bonus episodes in our Patreon that come out every single Monday. That's four episodes a month. It's only $5, and they are all follow-up letters. So we hear back from our Pen Pals about whatever they're going through or sandwiches that they love or whether or not they like their new haircut. We hear from them, we read their letter, and then you hear them as well. Yep, that that's is it, at, right? Uh, that's it. And okay. it's at Patreon dot com slash pen pals if you want to be my friend Ooh, you had better go and get a pen very nice maybe we can keep in touch like we did in the old days it wasn't so long ago oh, 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 I gotta get out. Daniel, we're 10 miles offshore. I gotta get out. (laughs) Do you ever wonder how long you could tread water? I have wondered. Like, dude, the story about the dude falling off the cruise ship and then getting found like 24 hours later Mm -hmm. floating. How long do you think you could go? I, here's the thing. In a pool when we're having fun, I, I probably hardly at all. My life depends on it. I maybe find reserves of strength and inspiration I didn't know because existed. Because you get to points where you go, I'm just floating for a while. Yeah. I just need to keep myself above. So stupid. What I'm about to say, and I'm, I'm, I'm talking straight into your ear camera when I say this. Your ear cameras. Close your eyes. Is so dumb. Everybody close your eyes. Yes. And listen Even to Daniel's confession. He's making a confession statement. Go ahead. Three days. You think you could tread water for three days? Uh-huh. Everybody, open your eyes, and whatever you're doing, swerve the wheel right into the first car <laughs> you see. <laughs> I said it was stupid, but you... Three days. Here's a, here, three days? Here's another thing. Do you know how hard it is to tread water? Here's another thing. <laughs> Do you skip this fucking question? You think you could tread water for three days? Scale of one? In the ocean. Scale of one to ten. What do you do? Just sink? I guess you just end up sinking. You go, uh, a lot of times you go delirious. 
And then you just sink and you die. Yeah, the guys from the USS Indianapolis. Yeah. They thought it was all shark attacks. Yeah. Until they like somebody really like dug into it. Yeah. A lot of it was people thought they saw land and they just never came back. Yeah. And then other people who just said, I'm going to go. And they would slip out of their life jacket and you just watch them go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So three days? Three days. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think I could survive. I don't, I don't think I could tread water for three days, but... No, okay. If you're on and off, just for, on, and off, on and off for three days, I think I could... Here's the you question, You can't too. on and off tre treading water. Yeah, you, you gotta float. That, you're, that's treading water. That's part no, no, of no, no, it. No, no, no. Just floating is not treading water. Treading water is this. But you think you're gonna this be able to just float? with your ears. Huh? You think you're just gonna be able to float? It, on, it, there's times you'll have to float, yeah. Do I have a... If you do not, I don't think on and off for three days. You think you could stay alive? And we're talking about the ocean. Yeah, I mean, Daniel. no storms. If, is there a storm? That's why I said it was stupid. This is the most optimistic thing I've ever heard. Three days. That's what I was trying to ask you. On a scale of one to ten, how comfortable are you in the water, in the ocean? It any here's here's a, here's something, uh, and you the, you can speak to you this because you're us. a big you're a we big were lake nowhere guy. near this type of conversation before this started. Oh, I, I know did, there was in a world. You could have been like, Dan, $100, guess the topic. And I wouldn't have even got near water, I don't think, of like yeah. what we would start talking about when the show started. Wait, what are you talking about? I, this that we're here talking about this. Oh, you think it, you're, just, you're just pointing baseball? out that it's crazy. Right, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Because um, you, you're a lake guy, you could speak to this. Um, growing up on a lake, yeah. I get so freaked out by ocean depth and Doesn't lake depth because I just feel so exposed. And all I can picture is the Jaws poster cover, yeah. and I'm like, I'm about to be eaten alive. Uh, and I hope, it's, I hope it's one solid bite, and I die so fast. Very <laughs> would any, very rarely does any fish have any interest in you, and and that goes for sharks too. Yeah, there is a time where someone has caught the right moment where you're there, a shark is there, the shark is also hungry. I'm going to investigate this. And you've Most got a hangnail die with a little from, bit of blood. True. Most people don't die from shark attacks because they're investigating what you are. They bite you, release, and go. Yeah, yeah. So that's why there's almost very little deaths. And, and people go, I saw these helicopter footages. All these people are swimming around sharks. They don't even know. And I'm like, yeah, all the time. Right. Do you know how close you... It's not dangerous unless, you know, it's rutting season. But it's not dangerous. But, like, you know how often you're near a deer and you didn't know it either? Like, right, right, right. So, um, in the ocean. So... Ocean. Your answer on comfortability in water? I guess that's what a dolphin is, right? Kind of. Ocean, ocean right. deer. Save that. For what? This is the show. <laughs> I don't know. Whenever we say something really, like, unique, I want us to say it on stage. Ocean deer. Yeah, dolphins. dolphins the ocean deer. <laughs> Way smarter, though. Okay. I think it's because you have the same reaction. You go, oh, look at this deer. Yeah. Oh, that dolphin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Would you fucking answer me? I thought you were about to say, would you fuck a dolphin? I was about to go, here's where I have to finally tell the truth. <laughs> that's a whole other, that, that took me to a whole other thing. I'm that's a whole other episode. That's, 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 a, that's, that's more Patreon. Yeah, that's, that's, that's post you 100. You gotta pay for that kind that's of stuff. That's post 100. That's post 100. <laughs> you gotta pay for that. Yeah. Um, all right, wait, what was the question? How comfortable are you in water a scale of 1 to 10? 1 being I'm not even getting oh, well, in. Well, 10, I'm, Rory, it's been all day. I'll get in, I get in the water. Yeah, I'm a water guy. Very comfortable, though? Yeah, I mean, I don't want to be in dark water. It kind of freaks me out. 
Okay, so I'd probably put you at like a seven to eight, maybe eight and a half, just because okay. that's a little sliver there at the top. Okay. But um, swimming, how strong of a swimmer are you? I'm decent. Yeah? I'm, I'm average. Would you swim across the lake with me? We get there. It wasn't yeah. super hot when we were there. I could have done it, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, great. Yeah. I, yeah. I do it all the time. Yeah, yeah. That, that lake gets to, uh, I think, about 47 feet deep. Yeah. You, you, uh, it would freak me out right in the middle where I can't see anymore. Oh, it's so that wonderful. water was pretty clear on the side, but you know, you get depth and then it's dude. Sometimes I'll go out there and I'll just go, How far down can I go? And you just that feel freaks yourself me the just fuck going out. and going and that going. freaks me out. And then the coming up is to, this is the other thing I was gonna ask you, and then I promise we'll go. We've already done too much time. <laughs> Do you think if you, I'm you're going to survive, yeah, okay, but there is gonna be some trauma, okay, but if you spent Three days, e even two two days, which is insane. Yeah. Which is why I said it was stupid when I said three. Two days in the ocean, in the water, floating, treading, right? In addition to the trauma, do you think you would have moments of just seeing the most beautiful, like it would almost be magic, like majestic? Like I think like like that you would go, I am in the earth, right? I have I am a I am a vessel just moving. By this current, hundred percent, and, and, and the stars, and maybe moments. you know the scene in Castaway with the whale, yes. and 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 you just, I wonder if you would have like people would go, are you okay? And yes, you would need therapy and go through the trauma. But I wonder if in your therapy you would have moments where you're like, I saw some of the most beautiful, yeah, things. Yeah. And I think, I think, I think you would have that. But I also think there is an element of a. You know, like when you're dying, like when a shark does bite you, you know that your brain releases like that DMT that's naturally yeah, built into our yes. fucking body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you you're like, feel it. like, oh, I got bit. And then immediately it was blissed out because I was, my, True. our brains yeah. know how to protect us. Yeah. I bet there's elements of that where it's like, Just oh, I'm having an absolute crazy hallucination or I'm having this moment of like, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if I, I our brains, I think, in their natural element of how they are meant to function, not that they always do, mm -hmm. but I think they are meant to protect us at all times. It's why I think we have to actually go to therapy mm -hmm. is because our brains are like, I that was traumatic. I'm going to make you, I'm going to try to make you forget it. And what I don't really uh, realize as your brain is that in the future, you'll have a tick and you won't be able to place it because I was trying to protect you as opposed to working through, I think that's what yeah. therapy is. And I think it is because a, a choice, not our own, mm -hmm. is our brain trying to keep us safe and protected. So I think you would have all those things, and I think you'd have those blissed out moments because, who knows? I mean, in for example, in Castaway, when there's a whale right there, you're like, well, this is just a natural occurrence that I'm yeah. like witness to. Yeah. But if you're sitting there like, I saw the sky blend into the ocean and God told me my job was to be a, a, a pastor mm -hmm. and start a church. Sure. I think those moments are your brain going, here, <laughs> have this dose of, yeah. you know, and I don't want to say that it isn't genuine inspiration. And I don't want to say that the universe didn't tell you to do a thing. But I think there is a world where your brain also tries to keep you moving and yeah. keeps you going it yeah. doesn't want you to to just stop it's like you're gonna get to the other side of this you know what i mean i, I don't know you know what i'm trying yes. to explain but I, so I think I, so to your point i think you're right i think those moments happen i think some of them are natural and i think some of them are the brain protecting you so you go i saw the sky turn 
bright orange and it was yeah. the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. You're like, well, that didn't really happen, but your brain was trying to like. I think there's accounts of like soldiers who survived Vietnam being like, there were moments where we were in the most beautiful place, like terrain and land that you've ever seen in your life. And yeah. then it would turn to a nightmare in a second. Right. And then we'll go. But you, you, that was, I just want to acknowledge how great of a point you just made. Um, a friend of mine, it's documented. He was on um, my podcast. I used to do hindsight, uh, which I never officially ended. That's another thing. But um, he survived the um, shooting in Vegas. Yes. And, uh, and you know, he was having a hard, really hard time, like, afterwards regulating. Uh, love, Paul Lopez. And I told him what you said, and I think that's so key for people, is I go, your mind was in one place. And then the pendulum had to swing all the way into, holy shit, save your fucking life, right? Yes. Yeah, and yeah. it skipped Everything. I mean, you think about football players. They sit around or, or, or any sort of athlete. They mentally prepare for a game. They know they're going to play and what's at stake and what needs to happen. And they still take a lot of time to get mentally to get into the place to play. I go, you went from like zero to game time. Uh, game time using Zero sadly. to third down into the fourth quarter. Yes. And I go, you so what happened is now you've made it through yes. uh, the, the, the worst game uh, most Americans should never have to play and seem to about every day. Yeah. Um, you made it through that. And now your brain is slowly trying to go back to where it was. And so when I make you laugh, you start crying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you can't, you're, it's, it skipped it's so confusing. many gears. Yeah, it yeah, went yeah, from yeah, idle yeah. to sixth gear. Yeah. And you yeah, got to yeah. kind of go back through those gears. That's great. Yeah. Okay. Let's go to laugh. You know what I thought of when you were what? making a great point, but I, but I was still listening? <laughs> I wonder if sometimes the first part of the episode is our letter. That we're, that's like what we just talked about. Yeah. So like someone's writing us about their stuff and then we respond. Yeah. That was us writing about our stuff. And maybe someone goes, hey, I was uh, lost at sea. What and that's are the, you that's doing? The, I just realized I've never done that. <laughs> that's our page. That's the Patreon. Yeah, that's a video part right there. Uh, folks. Is it me? Deal? Is it me? It's going to be you. Okay. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Good. I realized I screwed up something later. I screwed up something before we started. You guys don't need to worry about it because it doesn't even But matter. you need to know that real problems exist. We seem perfect. Yes, we have someone dress us for these clothes, a 100%. professional yeah. stylist. I love the mustard. Would you call that mustard or gold? These are gold mustard. Yes, we had hairstylists come in and do both our hair, and then we put hats on anyway. What do you call this? A, ha a toque. Really? It is a toque, right? Oh, toque? It's Canadian. That's... People are trying to get me to stop saying uh, stocking cap. They, yeah. They want to call it a beanie. Took, go with took. A took? Have you ever heard? Have you never heard? Never that? in my life, Chad. He's hip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Couldn't be farther <laughs> off, Mike. Well, you can't we tell. Get, you know, you, had you can't shot. tell because he's off camera. Shot. Chad's anyway, smoking two stuff cigarettes. Stuff like that. The reason I say it, this <laughs> is not here. <laughs> Just one hand, though. Here we go. Took, huh? Chad. That's too many. Took feels gross. T U K. I actually don't know. T O O K. It is, it is took. took. T U K E. It is Took. T -U -C. That's what that's what that hat is called. If you tell Canadian, go ahead. Wait, and now go. Wait, this should be uh, Lieutenant. Lieutenant. <laughs> 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 then you would never call the police. You would go. You know what? You know what? I'll give you the. I'll give you the person who can't watch. When I said this, it was us touching fingers. All right, here we okay, go. Okay. Um, Took. Oh, I was going to say Canadian. I bet it's T U C. It feels French. Could be well. Hey guys, long time Dan fan. Barf! It's Daniel. Quickly becoming a Rory fan. It's Royal. Yeah! You both, you're both great. Okay! Let's dive in. 
I'm a 35 year old. What if we were like, eh, like we're all of a sudden the bro we are 42. Oh. <laughs> I know. Eh, seven years younger. Um, I'm a 35 year old. That reminds me of somebody I want to stay on the podcast. I'm a 35 year old woman and I have never had sex, had a boyfriend, went on a date, or even had a real kiss. I am deeply embarrassed by this. I, I've lied my way through high school and college and even to doctors whenever this topic came up. I swear this is real. Interesting. There are a panoply of factors. I've never heard that word. I just went with it. You're right. There is a panoply of factors that have fed this ordeal. Situational issues in childhood that I struggle to overcome. Self-inflicted worries exacerbated by my own negative talk. Untreated severe anxiety and depression. Lying to fit in with high school and college friends to avoid feeling ostracized. And a lifetime of hangups about my weight and appearance. I've added a list of explainers at the end to keep this letter short. Feel free to skip them or read if you're cu curious. I've been steadily working on myself for years to remedy these issues and finally find someone. I'm curious about online dating, which feels like the lowest barrier of entry at this point. One of my concerns is how to talk to m about my non-existent dating past or admit I have no sexual experience. It feels like a major red flag that would scare people away. As men, how do you react to meeting or dating a woman who is, inex is as in inexperienced as I am? And what advice would you give me as a full-grown adult just now entering the dating world? Thanks for reading. K. Bing, bong, bing, bing, bong, bing, bang. You goddamn uh, right. washing machine. Yeah. Um, Rory. The dryer's ready. Rory, a lot of $3 words in there, and I was pretty proud of myself. You did a great job. Exacerbated, ostracized, Panopoly. That's the only one I've never heard, Panopoly. Oh, yeah, I've heard them. I just had to. I've played Panopoly. Is it fun? No. It takes too long. By the end, people are mad. <laughs> and there's only one person who takes it way too serious. Panopoly effect. Uh, you landed on that issue, so you have to pay me. Okay. What do you, <laughs> where, where do you want to go, Rory? I, as, I mean, we could start with the basic question. And the, the, the basic question that it ends with, as men, how would you react to meeting or dating a woman who is as experienced as I am? I can't speak for you, but I can speak for myself when I say I don't know how to um, earnestly answer that question given the fact that I've never come across that situation. Mm -hmm. um, I haven't come across someone who uh, at least voiced mm -hmm. their inexperience Right. If it existed. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how I would respond. I'm trying to, in my head, like, the, the, now at 42, married with a child, I'm a different person who would clearly react so differently. The honest, younger self, I couldn't tell you how I would respond. I don't know. Well, that indicates to me that you didn't, you wouldn't care. I, you feel like if you were a person who was like, you tell me you're a virgin and we're over 25, I am out. I'm not saying that. I'm saying no. if you were that person, don't you think you would know that about my, yourself? My honest reaction in both ages, and let's just say like 22. Okay. 22 and 42. Honest reaction in both instances, I don't know that there's any world where I would find that to be a turnoff or unattractive. Right. Um, so I you wouldn't think, care. I think what I would find difficult would be that if we were going to have sexual exploration, and I'm talking in the most cookie-cutter version of it. I don't mean, like, trying wild sexual things you might be gotcha. interested in. I mean, like, kissing, hooking up, 
having sex, like, yes. and 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 just like you know, we're we're doing the basics right. type stuff. And no, this isn't. I'm not saying this flippantly. Yeah. we're at zero. Here. We're at zero. I I think I I think if in that process there was a lot of apprehension or constant apprehension, I think that would be difficult for me. Yes. I would want someone who is who and, and you know it's also getting we, to a place I, of comfort but but i think you're similar to me i am way into how much the person's into it yes and so i think that that and this is not said in a negative sense because you you haven't done it so you can't it's hard to have the ability that inability for you to know this is going to feel great i really want you to do this that it might play into that area yeah, yes yeah 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 which is which should be expected it's difficult it's i i i think you don't have an easy road ahead of you. I mean, I or maybe you do. I lied about my virginity. You in, did in college. To this day, I still have I think never. You told me this, but I, I, I'm genuinely. It's shocked a part every of my. Time. It's a part of my act. I maybe that's. I, I lied in the way that it feels almost like I'm going to keep saying Wait, cookie you, cutter, but I, like a you almost, lied freshman year. Well, like a, yes, yeah. Well, sophomore are, year you were lying. Well, I lost my virginity at 20, so I think I was a sophomore, or was I a freshman? What was I? You graduated when you were 18. I think I was a sophomore. Oh, I think it was... Yeah, I was a sophomore. I think it was... I think I maybe had Did just, you lie to her? I think it was maybe between my sophomore and junior year. Right. Did you lie to her? Yeah. I was like... Oh, like, Would I've that be sex. your advice for this? To lie? To just say... To just have your sex no. and don't tell the other person this is your first time. I think you can go that road. I, I, I don't think you're beholden to maybe have to say it. I personally assume, without experience in this scenario, think that being upfront and very honest maybe makes this easier. Does that make sense? I think if you are with someone, let's say you've gone on dates. Let's say you're, you're at that point now. She's done the, or he, I don't know who it. Okay. Um, I don't know who we're, we're you go, speaking You go with. he, I'll go she. I'm going to go they. They, they. It says woman, so. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, she, uh, in this particular situation, I think saying, oh, I'm going to try online dating. That seems like a great entry point. I think you're right. I think that is a great entry point. So let's say you have done that. And let's I say you've so gone on to, a I couple. So to say about this. I love it. Let's say you've yeah. gone on a couple dates. Um, and you are now maybe at a point where it does feel right that maybe at the end of this one, you're probably going to kiss or hook up or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what like things are right, like anymore. Right, right. Um, but let's say that you 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 are you've gotten over the actually going on a date, so you have mm -hmm. to the point where you've now gone out three times, and now you're at a point where you're like you're 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 feeling so tense and nervous and scared because you think you might kiss someone, and you haven't done that, and you're concerned of the judgment or how it's going to go or if you'll do it right. All the things of that curiosity. I believe that if the other person knows that you're having this anxiety, mm -hmm. I would like to believe, especially, and I'm saying this to a 35-year-old woman, potentially, you know, dating someone roughly in that area of mm -hmm. age, mm -hmm. I would like to believe that that person that you have now gone on a couple dates with is fully open and understanding and mature enough to maybe be surprised by that information. I think I, I might be surprised by it. Mm -hmm. But to handle it with grace and to go like, oh, I totally understand it. So if we do go to kiss tonight, and I was like, oh, that was strange. I have the information to know You've never well, this is day anybody. one. Right. Why should you be graded at day one? 
I don't know that I kissed right the first time I kissed a girl. I just did what I've seen in movies and TV shows. Or I don't know like, if I did it right. Follow the other person's lead, and then the next person you kiss, they're like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, and you're and like, like, "I don't well, know." Whatever that person, person does, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. There's so much of that that is a part of the exploration that it's so easy for me to sit here and say, "Just be upfront and honest about it, and don't be embarrassed by it." But I do think my own take, and you've maybe got some one or a different one, but I I think in a broad stroke, sure. I think being honest about it will make you feel better about it because I think trying to hide it and tiptoe and get to these moments with an expectation and a bar and trying to be someone in that moment that you're not, which is a person who's experienced these things before, I think it makes it harder for you. It's like you're having to play a role, whereas the person who you actually are is the person who doesn't have experience in these moments. And to say that, is offering an honest take of who this other person is getting to date. Mm -hmm. If you and I are on a date and I say that to you and you don't like it, we're both just being honest with each other. You know, I'm yeah. saying, look, I don't have experience and I'm nervous about it. And you could go, oh, I don't, I, I don't like that. Now, sure, that might make you in this instance somewhat villainous, mm -hmm. but you're also just being honest that you don't like that, you know? Yeah. Maybe you don't want to handle it with grace. You, th those are all very real possibilities. I'll be honest with you. But right? I, think, I think being upfront about it. I, go, yeah. If you told, if we were on a date and you were like, hey, um, just so you know, like I've, uh, like I've never really like done anything. I'd be like, oh, you never had sex? And that would strike me as a little like, really? And yeah. you'd be like, no, I've never it, like, yeah, kid, I've never yeah. even done any hand stuff. I've never. Anything at all. I think I, that, I'm pretty sexual. You are sexual. Yeah. And I think I would say, um, I don't, I don't know if I'm the right person for you to do that stuff with. Yeah, that and I think that's fine. And that's healthy, right? I yeah. I just yeah. hate being the bad guy. But I, but here's the thing, but it doesn't make you a bad guy. I, know, I don't think. I, I know that's my emotional Sure, problem. yeah, yeah. But I I think what I would like to ask and I would hope that uh, if you're in therapy or you talk to somebody, they would ask and I think this is the very first question. What do you want? Yeah. What do you want? Are you curious? What yes, what do you, do you want, want to try these things? And if you're like I want to be in a committed relationship with someone and we kiss and we eventually work up to all the fun things we want. Yes. Do. I would be like, okay, yeah. then here's kind of the road you need to go for that. You need to put that on your dating profile, be like completely inexperienced sexually, but looking for the right person to uh, go on this journey with me. Yes. Right? Yes. Um, somebody well, who's caring. I, one I'm red saying flag. it's a possibility. One red flag. I don't, I, I, there's something about people deciding to manipulate you knowing and going, oh, I can kind of control this person's expectations. Now, That's you have to watch too. out for that That's because those point. those are villains. Somebody's like those blank, people blank do slate. Exist. That's what I'm saying. When yeah. you say, am I a bad guy because I said I'm just not into that? No, you're just being honest. And maybe it comes across as like, oh, I'm shitty because I'm rejecting you in a way. Which is worse? The person who goes, oh, you aren't? You don't know what you're doing? So great. everything I tell you is what you think is going to be what the norm? you think it is? And you great. have to do? That. Yeah, that is gross. a villain. That is a yeah. monster. That is a bad yeah. person. Yeah, you're right. If you're being upfront about what you are into, yes, it sometimes yeah, it maybe affects you just say, us look personally, look, but it doesn't make someone... You have to break up Looking to people. take it really slow. We've maybe all, that's what you're saying. Like, hey, looking to take it yeah. really slow. Yes. Uh, looking for the right person to take yes. it really slow with. If you're down uh, for that, let yeah. me know, right? Like and when it, you have to break up with someone. Right. 
you go, I feel bad. Of course, because you you because you're so good that you care about the other person's feelings. But you go, yeah, but I'm rejecting them. But it doesn't mean you're right. a bad person. It right. just it's just what it is. Right. And it sucks. I'm not saying it's fun. Now, let me ask you this though. But let's yeah. say I put that out there and I said, look at it, take it super slow. This is a little bit more about me. If you're interested, let's get together, right? I think that's and a great you and route. I go out to dinner and you're like super slow, huh? I saw your thing, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, um, I just don't want things to go really, really fast. I just want it to like naturally happen as they feel right, rather than like do them and be like, did that feel right? That, I want it rather to feel than right going, it's the third day. We're supposed to kiss by now, right? Yeah. And uh, and you go cool, right? And then let's say, end of first date, even we you kiss you kiss me. Yeah, I don't think I tell you, me me, because I go it was just a kiss. To millions and millions and millions of other people, that was just a, a good night kiss. And then I think I would go not say anything. And then I think the next time that we were kind of like kissing like a little bit heavier or whatever, I would maybe say something like, hey, you you tell me like, you know, what you like or whatever. I just want to make sure we're both having a good time. And then, and I don't do it in a way where like you said, where they're like, well, I want you to, like, it's more of like, yeah. And then I think same, if I'm, uh, uh, vulgar alert uh, if you're if you're with your grandparents also thanks to them for growing the show to you yeah make sure um, they join the patreon it's five bucks a month it's not a big deal um i think even with like if i'm given a hand job or finger stuff Ooh, just lost those grandparents patreon i would members. go or gain or gain i would go uh <laughs> tell me what you like like tell me to make sure you know and then i think after that stuff i'd be like i would go hey i i want you to know something oh We've had a couple good times together. I am a virgin. And they're like, whoa. You know, you'd be like, yeah, I, I've never had sex. In fact, like, I didn't want to be weird because I don't care. But like, a lot of the stuff we've done has been like my first thing. Yeah. But I'm enjoying this. So I think that's me. That's why we're not professionals or the same person. Well, I want to jump in here. My, my, and I, I appreciate that. I think, because it's wh just, it while is just I, a kiss. Right. But I, while I don't know that that fully, that that route fully applies is because I think it's more than just virginity. I think it has something to do with the act of intimacy but in I'm general. Saying, slowly get go. You've but, built some. But I'm saying when you point. go, hey, tonight was just a kiss. I think there's a chance that there is a physical reaction to simply a kiss. Possibly, we don't know this person. Sure, but there's a potential where that person's like, I've never even kissed somebody. I don't know that it, we're sitting here saying that because this person's like, well, I've never had the opportunity. They might be sitting here going, it's because I actually can't physically bring myself to even just do that. And that goes back to what do you want, right? And if yeah. you think it's like, I, oh, wanna, I think that's a great I want to get through the trauma that's preventing me. Yes. Like, okay, well, that's what we're doing first. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want to be able to trust someone and feel comfortable because I I, yeah. I shake or I lock up or I get anxiety when I'm alone with a person or sitting on a yeah. couch and I know what the and then I would go okay it, yeah same thing on the other side of the coin if so what do you want be like I just want to make out yeah do oral and fuck somebody and get it over with then I I would I don't, go, I don't think I don't think that's the conversation uh, same yeah, yeah yeah but if you say that's what you <laughs> right. want then I'd be like okay yeah. cool. Your when you say online dating, now it, we're giving our answers. It needs to be it needs to be <laughs> Tinder, and you say I'm looking for a hookup hook up with somebody I feel comfortable with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you meet with a person, and you feel comfortable, and you hook up with them, and that is your story, not theirs. And you don't need to say shit. But that's if that's what you want. Yes, so I think that's a great point. What do you point. want? Let me throw another version of this at you. What if the person is uh, when in that question where they say how would you respond? 
if you're in this situation yeah, where, yeah, they, yeah. where you're on a date with a, in our case, if, if I'm on a date with a woman and I get told, uh, you know, meeting or dating a woman who's inexperienced as I am, I believe that if I were on this date, I am saying I would personally appreciate the upfront honesty mm-hmm. because I think I might interpret the apprehension if someone's like, oh my God, no, I really do like Rory, but I have this intimacy thing that I'm trying to overcome and I'm not telling him about it. I am going to perceive that as, let's say you're her. Fuck, I really like Daniel. But Mm -hmm. when I try to get us there to another level of even just a kiss on the cheek, Mm -hmm. at the end of the night, Mm -hmm. I can feel a resistance. Mm -hmm. It makes me assume maybe this person just wants to be my friend or, you know what I mean? I mean, all of this is the oh, natural... you and I are both the type of people, I would go, is everything all right? Because I felt like you yeah. kind of tightened and, up and a so little that's bit. What, that's I, I, what I, I mean. We would call it out because I need to know that you're into this and I don't want anything happening exactly. that we're not both super Exactly. And I, but also, for. there might be someone who's like, also is maybe not, you know, that's you and I going, hey, let's call out the thing. Right. There's other people that go, uh, that are that feel the same way about intimacy that might also have some difficulty with intimacy and go, I knew it, Daniel doesn't like me. And right. what they don't know is that they maybe would be fucking great for each other. It's just a matter of going, I need you to know. And like I said, this is not a first date thing. This isn't a second date thing. But if you do find but what yourself- what at the end of the first date, they try to give you a kiss? If they try to give you, I think you have to go, I just want to take it slow, but I want you to know- it doesn't mean I don't want to go out again. I'm just not ready for that step. And I think right. the older we get, to me, that there's some people that would think the opposite of this. But to the older we get, to me, that makes the most sense. To go, I'm not 20 anymore where I feel an obligation to behave That's a certain way on the third she, date. She skipped that. I know. But, I, but I'm saying now, at this age, I think if you're going to go on these dates, if you're going to try to meet someone, if you're literally trying to what meet do you someone, want? like if you said, what do you want? And they said, I really want to meet someone to be with. I, I really want a partner. I, I want, want a, a life, boyfriend. Not even just that. They're like, I want a life partner. I want to meet the person and I have to do this to get there. I think you are doing yourself the well, greatest service. Yes. In that scenario of, of explaining, I would agree. Cause you want is, a partner. This is who I am. But if you want, even fuck, if they say like, Hey, I'm here to, I just, I don't know. I just want, I just, sorry. I'm sorry. Maybe I oh, crossed the line. I just want to give you a kiss. I felt like it was happening. You have to say exactly what you want. And I'm saying that as a man, you also I'm never saying, have to kiss anybody. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm saying like, as like, a man, there's a lot of people who have kissed thousands of people who at the end of a first date yes. don't kiss the person but, because they weren't fucking feeling it or they didn't want to. But in all honesty, as men, if you, t- as a man, that goes for men and women. As, as a man specifically, when, if, if, if I meet a woman she, and she, and I go in for a kiss and she turns away. Oh, I'm, we're, I, don't worry about it. All good. I'm, but, but, but I'm not like, I'm not necessarily out the door. If that person openly says, I don't want that oh, yet. Yes, I yes. want to, I, this is what I'm looking for. And here's the thing. That that would make a great that matters to me because I think as men we try to predict what is it that women fucking want? How can I look cool? How can I attract a woman? How can I how can I play the, how can I have this date go perfectly? Because I'm just gonna do the things my boy said, no matter what, you get out and you open the door for her. All these things, these very right, like right, right. you know, chivalry type things. Like those are all great, but they are men telling other men this is what you should. No, no, no. You grab that bill right away. You're paying for that. Mm-hmm. I know I'm, I'm, this is all broad strokes yes, of how, of what, what I assume yes, yes, yes. and what I was taught. Yeah. But none of those things, chivalrous or not, include me asking a woman, how do you want this date to go? Who do you want to be? At 42, 
I'm now, I saw a couple parking their car and I just could tell by their physical energy. I was like, this is a first, second or third oh, date. Yeah, I, I can it. just you can see always it. Tell. Yeah, and yeah. I got, I immediately, I saw their age. It was close to ours. I could yeah. just tell. And I was like, God damn it. I know now I could fucking rock a fucking date. <laughs> and I know I could rock a date because I won't get scared of, is this the drink I like? Is this the food I like? Is this the person no, that I start am? digging in. Instead, who are you? Who are I would you? literally, but yeah. even but even who I am now. No, I'm saying to them, you Yes. Say, oh, yeah. I would sit down and go, I just want you to know, I, I think you're great, and I just need you to know that I'm just fucking, I, like I have a nervousness tonight because I just don't know you yet, and I really want this to go well. That is me on every single date I've ever gone on in my life, but I've never fucking said it, although now I would say it, which is why I say at 35, play your cards the way you play your cards, but don't be afraid to be a little upfront because as men, this is why I said this, yeah, yeah, yeah. because as men, it is a huge help to us to help break us out of thinking we should just know how to dazzle you. I know that there's a lot of women who probably are like, well, just stop doing that. But you don't know how hard it is to just stop doing that when you are brought up in a world that tells you that is how you attract the woman that you are attracted to uh -huh. by being confident and being big and throwing the fucking winning touchdown. I know all these things are like images in our mind, but they didn't just get placed there because the three of us men in this room put them there. Right. That we were raised into this world where this is how you behave on a date. Be cool. Be knowing. Order for her. If a woman goes, <laughs> I can order for myself, just go. I would sit there and go, oh, I only did that because I always thought that's what men are <laughs> supposed to do. But the moment you tell me that isn't what I'm supposed to do, right. I'm going, thank you, because I don't even fucking know what you like to eat. Right. But if I don't order for you, I don't want to be the guy that she's like, he didn't even fucking order for me. I know I'm I know the example I'm using yes, right now, yes. but it makes fucking sense. It yes. makes sense to be like, I'm willing to be comfortable in this moment, and I'm not because I'm also on a date. So if you're on a date and you have a pretty big secret, which is that you've never been on a date, if you fucking say that to me, I'm gonna go, I'm fucking nervous too. Can we now? Can we now not be nervous because we both are well, like you, nervous? I'm afraid that the person might go, "What the fuck?" Are Do you, you know what I'm about? talking about? Yes, a hundred percent. But I'm I'm afraid of that too. But I'm saying at this age, if Daniel, you've made the the foundation of this conversation is what do you want? The next step is how do you get what you want? And let's I'm just sure I'm just you know hypothet hypothetically yes. putting out there that the want is a long term partner. Right. You might be right. They might want to just straight up fuck. But let's or say kiss. they just want a lifelong partner. Yeah. I would I would say then your best bet is to fucking talk about that elephant in the fucking room mm -hmm. and just go this is this is who I am and if I tell you now it might mean we start off on the greatest road we've ever fucking gone on. But if I try to conceal this from you and you misread these signs as me not liking you, mm -hmm. maybe we never find out if we were the next Fred and Ginger. You're right. You're listening to Pen Pals on Light Rock 98.9. <laughs> we'll be right back. The last thing I'll say is uh, give yourself grace. I have a friend of mine who uh, came out late in life, and uh, they were an adult, full like like in, in their late 20s, 30s. Yeah. And they were like, um, yeah, I'm just like, uh, I'm in my gay teens. Because they hadn't matured yeah. in that way. Like to mature means literally, maturing yeah. is literally through experience and knowledge, you mature into a, uh, hopefully a better person, right? And so you have not done any of these experiences, therefore you do not have any of the knowledge. So yeah. you are 
and this is not an insult. It's just a fact. Extremely immature yeah. in this realm of your life. Yeah. And so give yourself some grace uh, for that too. My family member was like, I feel like I'm 14 yeah. uh, at these gay bars. Only at 14, I, I'm a 14-year-old who can get super fucking drunk and anything goes. So it's like, it's a it's a weird thing because you are an adult, but you are still very immature. Yeah. Um. So give yourself that grace. Also, I just want to be very clear. I've never ordered food for. No, I get your woman. analogy. I was raised by women. I meant. know the deal. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and then, uh, um, the last thing, and then we gotta we gotta go. But uh, um, I, we just kind of said online dating. I know I don't think either one of us have really any experience. I mean, if with it's that. lasagna, I'm gonna get us both lasagna. You know, you go. I don't. It doesn't even matter anymore. You go. So I guess it's online dating. I mean, everybody tells me that's how they're meeting people. Do you think that's good or bad? Because you had a reaction. No idea. Yeah, but when we said that, you said I have a lot to say. I didn't know if it was about that specifically. Oh, I don't think so. Oh, I don't okay. know. I think I said it. But okay, yeah. um, I don't. I just don't know. I mean, we've gotten letters from from other pen pals who have been like online date. I'm done or whatever, you know. Yeah, and yeah. So it's like it's, I, it's so I individual. I don't yeah. know. You know, I'm the type of person who would rather like find a bar that has a lot of regulars and then kind of make friends with the regulars and then sort of in a purely social, non work, non life yeah. way, uh, make some new friends and see if there's anybody I'd yes. meet. But um, my also my final thought. I know that it. you're like then the we'll, apprehension of saying like. Um, I want to make sure. I'm Please let us this. know what happened. Also, I feel like we're going to get a lot of pages about your, this. Your embarrassment over where you're at and also the anxiety and depression, uh, your own negative talk, your own know, personal struggles. The, the, yeah. uh, when you said uh, a lifetime of hangups about your weight and appearance, I there there isn't necessarily some easy, and you know this, there isn't some easy solution. There isn't, hey, just try this. That There is so much internal mental work to do to get yourself to the position where you are past that to go, I'm fucking getting out onto the goddamn court mm -hmm. and I'm playing the game. Mm -hmm. It is not easy to do for so many people. A, a lot of people have a hard time uh, uh, doing it. I have no game whatsoever, and I have a very outward, very boisterous yeah. personality. And I still am like, I don't know what to say to women. And that's true. If I had to go on a date right now, I truly wouldn't really know how to go hit on somebody. I don't know how to do any of that. No, but you, your confidence has led you to, to just call out everything. You would yes, just, and so you and hope that, that works. Probably, yes. You know. So th it, the therapy is a, is a big way to help yourself, I think, get to that point. And then I think Daniel makes the, in my final thought, I think Daniel makes the best point. What is it that you want? And then your best map is figuring out getting to that target mm -hmm. and i think there's many ways that you can go but it will require one step at a time one foot in front of the other mm -hmm. and i'm saying that in terms of confidence and in terms of how you perceive yourself fucking have your own back and fucking start loving yourself so much and you will see the world change around you completely i, I know that for a fact i agree Okay, um, you deserve love. You deserve sexuality if you want it. You deserve to feel comfortable and be happy. I've said this to young um, uh, people in my life as, as they grow up, and, and maybe it applies to you, maybe it doesn't. You're an adult. You can decide that uh, whatever you do, however you explore your sexuality, whenever that comes, uh, um, I already said you deserve it, and, and I think it should be great. There are people who have been having sex for 20 years and have never had uh, sex that makes them feel good. Some of them have never even orgasmed. My you, wife. You, there it is. You you have the right to all of those things. And I would say 
do things uh, physically and intimately that you do for the person because you like them, not because you want them to like you. Um, we wish you well. Sincerely, your pen pals, Daniel Van Kirk. And Rory, the guy you're starting to love. You were gonna whip it at me. Hope I everybody tried. had a merry checks mix. Merry checks mix. Merry checks mix, everybody. All. This is kind of that like uh, this is that this space. is that space between yeah. holidays that feels good, but also feels so strange. Yeah, it's a strange week. It is a real strange week. Yeah, Tuesday is Thursday. Friday is Monday. It, it doesn't, doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter. Um, and hey. also, Christmas on a Sunday is always sort of strange. Right. Yeah. Right. Although it works great for uh, New Year's uh, Eve. On yes. Saturday. Oh my God. It's great. I know. Um, hope everybody had a Merry Checks mix. And uh, what was the other one? Happy, what are you doing for New Happy Year's? Happy Honda Eve? Day? You getting crazy? I do you have really, plans? I never really do anything. Should we tell people what we just did? Oh, sure. Daniel and I did but it. But we all. haven't. We, did a, we haven't done it yet, but we're about Go, to. Yeah, and yeah, in yeah. this context, we will have just done it. That's true. But do a little two man vacay. Little Vegas. retreat. Little company little, retreat. Your pin pals are going to Vegas. We got some big plans for the next year. We got big and, announcements uh, coming up. So we went to Vegas to uh, powwow, hang mm -hmm. out, do Coke. Yep. Obviously, we did Coke. Obviously, for the first time. We're going we to, Coke. and we did. Yep. Uh, we're going to eat some great food, and we did, and we will. Uh huh. Uh, and, you know, more than likely lose some money, but hopefully gain money. A little bit. But hopefully gain knowledge and experience. <laughs> There's comics who have hit huge jackpots in Vegas, and it's always. Androsky. So weird. Yeah, I know. Androsky, a million dollars on mushrooms Getting ready to leave. He was on, he was on mushrooms and he played the Big Bang Theory <laughs> as he was waiting to leave the hotel. And then and he I, won I know a another million one who, dollars. We have another uh, guy we know who hit for $14,000 uh, at like 3 in the morning. Who was that? Uh, I, it's, well, he talked about it on Don't People Tom. Pally. Adam Pally. Oh, really? Yeah, and then he woke oh, Gabrus up God. by throwing stacks of money at him. <laughs> Gabrus was like, what the hell? Because he went to bed. We should have Gabrus on here. And that's Pally. fucking okay. funny. Um, so, uh, hey, I feel like people uh, are going to have uh, things to say to us about that last letter. You can snail mail it or email it at thepenpalspod at gmail.com. Or Do it. care of the Pen Pals podcast, 5419 Hollywood Boulevard, Suite C, number 121, Los Angeles, California, 90027. If you haven't written us yet, do it, pen yeah. pals. You have anything to plug? Your uh, tours? Is it announced? Well, it should be. I mean, this is the. I'm going to be year. doing a tour this year. It's going to get the, announced. The I think in January. Yeah. It's going to be coming out. Big, big uh, tour for myself. But also, it's been out for uh, almost a week. Go see Babylon. It's in theaters. Uh, came out last Friday, the 23rd. Go, go see that movie uh, and enjoy it. And if you don't enjoy it, don't tell anybody. Don't tell me. Uh, but still tell people to go see it. Be right. like, oh my God, it's so bad. You've got to see it. You Actually, know, just you get know what? the numbers If you up. didn't like it, see just, it again. Just, You're wrong. Just say to people like, oh my God, a guy I know is in that. Thank That's you. That's all you have to say. That would be the best. Yeah, like, like, Somebody brings up Babylon, even if you didn't like it, like you're something wrong with Honestly, you. freak them out and go, my pen pal is in that. Y yes. <laughs> Not a lie. Yeah, but I like that. Oh, wait, what? Yeah, no, I have a pen pal, and he's in that movie. If you want to see oh. one of your pen pals, you can see me every Wednesday at the Lyric Hyperion Theater. Uh, that's 7.30. Irene, too, and I have a stand-up show there. I hope you will come out to it. I'll be in Denver in April. I'm doing Sketchfest in February. DanielVanKirk.com. And if they're not there, it's because I forgot to do it. And as you see, 
Um, uh, Liz is not even here. To, Liz to is not even fucking here, dude. Well, she's busy, but and no, that's okay. she's not. <laughs> I'm just saying she's not. I usually look to her at this point. And she goes, "You're good." I don't even know if I'm good. So look to me. Yeah, am I good? Oh, <laughs> okay. hey, let's do this. But I don't offer any help. Oh God, you're bombing. <laughs> you're bombing on your on your announcements. Boom. Here we go. Okay. Dear Daniel and Roar. This is a great <laughs> episode. Dude, this is a good episode. That's well, good. just because of introductions of letters alone. Dear Daniel and Roy. No, I, I like it because of the camaraderie. Okay. And that we can look past our names in the order. Uh, hello, <laughs> gentlemen. No offense to Roy, but I found this podcast because of Dan. It's well, Daniel. then you know that he likes to be called Daniel. So he gets first <laughs> billing. I'm a penny and a townie. Also, I grew up and continue to live in a small town close to Rochelle. Well, Illinois close, which means less than two hours away. Ooh. My I husband, wonder, what do you wonder. think it is? Guess, guess what it is, and they're going to Patreon. They're going to write us back and tell us what it actually is. You, you get, you have zero. Do you want to finish the letter and see if there's any hints? Let me, no, let me ask you. You're going to help me decide. I don't know anything. Towards Chicago or any other direction? Uh, and then I'll give my answer. Do you think Illinois close, which means less than two hours away? Do you think that means just under two hours away? Yes. Rochelle to Chicago, two hours? No, less. Hour and a half? Yeah, even with a little bit of traffic, yeah, hour and a half. Hour and a half towards Chicago. I feel like they would have said Chicago. I grew up in continually. Oh, it says small town close to Rochelle, two hours away. I'm going to go LaSalle, Peru. That's what I'm, I was going to go that same answer. You were? As long as you weren't going to go Dixon. Fuck Dixon. I was going to throw Dixon out there. Okay. My husband, I'm going to go Dixon. You're Ugh, going. Don't. Wait, don't. what do you, what this only, it's the only way this, I don't know any of the options. It's the only way it can be interesting if they write us and tell us the truth. Go I got to guess one. I can't guess what you guess. Let's see who gets it right. But you have to guess for me. That's the fucking go, problem. Go Geneva. Over Dixon? Yes. Which direction is Geneva and which direction is Dixon? Geneva is is like towards Chicago. Okay. Dixon's the other way. Ugh, Geneva. Yeah, baby. Also Geneva, it's just so chocolatey. Yeah. My husband and I have started hosting game nights again. Beyond just the joy of carefully interacting with people again, it has brought back into my life my favorite smell. Cigarettes smoked in a cold garage. That is a fucking poem. I know. Just that, those that just cigarettes those last smoked in a cold six garage. Six words. Cigarettes smoked in a cold garage. That's a poem. That is its own poem. Yeah. It sounds every, so good. Cigarettes smoked in a cold garage. Every one of us pictured sort of the same thing, but our version of it that we've experienced. Yeah. And you immediately were back there. The consonants. Is God, the I love that. That's the name of my, my tour, actually. Nice. My grandma, I try to act like I always had that. No, I, that's already what the tour was. Which is what called. weirded me out. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I was weirded out. And, and, and I'm going to go Dixon. Ugh. Doesn't it sound Dixon now that cigarettes are involved, right? It's kind of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, yeah, you're right. My grandma was one of my favorite human beings in the world. When we would visit, her garage always had a very distinct smell. It took me into my teens before I realized what that smell It took me into my teens before I realized what that smell was. Grandma never smoked in front of us or the neighborhood, only in the garage. Oddly, I can't stand the smell of cigarette smoke on its own or on people, but the singular smell of a lone cigarette smoked in a cold garage floods me with wonderful memories and a feeling of happiness. That is beautiful. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful because it's triggered by something that is disgusting. Right. And familiar. So familiar. Do you guys have any strange or unique smells that remind you of childhood? Well, obviously, mine was also cigarettes in a cold garage because of my tour. 
Thank you both for keeping me both thought-provoked and entertained. Looking forward to a live show signed your pen pal, Megan or Megan? How would you say that? Megan, all the way. Megan, she, her. Oh, quick reminder. Let us know your pronouns. If you don't, we'll just assume. assume them. But also, no, if you're new way. listeners, you also got to tell us you know if we can say your say, name or not. Also say, we got to remember to keep updating people on that. On what? Because we have new listeners yeah. uh, all the time, and we need to make sure they know if they write us. We need to know if they're okay with us saying their name or not. We keep forgetting to. If you wrote your that. name, we're saying it. We're saying if it. If you don't indicate your pronouns, I'm I'm assuming we're going to assume. And if you do indicate your pronouns. I might not even read what they are, and you, our other pen pals, will just have to trust that I've gone with what the person's wishes were. Okay? Um, um, all right. Hey. Hey. Get into my car. Yes, me? Yes, you. There's no yes, you in it. Get into my car. Isn't that hey, a yes, you? Hey. You. Me. Us. <laughs> get into my car. We. We're going to get sued. We're going to get sued. We're going to get sued. Okay. Smells. Would, uh, Billy Ocean sues us. That'd be great. Smells. Is that Billy Ocean? That's Billy Ocean. Yeah, it's Billy Ocean. 100%. Smells. Smells. Do you have any, any strange or unique smells that remind smells you of childhood? You know what? I come across them all the time. Yeah. Unique, strange smells that take me back. Yeah. But take they're never back. like so specific. But I'll give you one that I experienced. This is a while back, but it was so powerful. Um, uh, roller skating rinks. Went to a roller skating rink uh, for Dimitri Martin's wife, Rachel, her birthday. Mm-hmm. This is before COVID. I don't mm-hmm. even know how many years before. Maybe one or two before. And uh, it took me back to all of those roller skating parties that we used to have for birthdays that mm-hmm. kids would have. Mm-hmm. That carpet and the carpet that was on like the half wall surrounding the rink. Mm-hmm. And it took me back to the the, the tacky but beautiful 80s graphics that were the carpet, you yeah, know, it yeah. all looked like a Saved by the Bell album. Yeah. Um, it th- th- That particular smell, and I don't know what it is, but oh my God, if it was a candle, I'd buy it right now. Um, that smell is one that, and it's the shitty pizza. Yep. And that the, the bowling alleys are similar mm-hmm. in, in a lot of ways. That same kind of space. I don't know, maybe it's that massive amount of like, wood that is just getting tortured by <laughs> skates and bowling balls. I don't know. But that that takes me back um to so many moments that the I smell forget. Of an outdoor concession stand in the summer. And there's just it's grilled cheese. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, like yeah. so much butter and oil like yeah. on that. That just or like when I you, think that's what people like about baseball games. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Or when you're walking by any sort of street fair and the somebody's doing some sort of like barbecue or something yeah. that you smell with the, the combination sound, of the, the funnel cakes and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Now, growing up in Greenville, do you guys burn leaves? Is, we did. is raking and burning leaves we a big did. thing in the fall? Yeah, remember we the, talked about this. I don't remember. You remember talking about this and how we told you that's bad for the environment? Oh, yeah. Remember? Yeah. And I was like, this we is did. the one thing I might go yeah. queuing on on yeah. when I go. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what you said. I think that was your response. Um, we we I did. My dad used to burn leaves, and there was something so fucking Hoosiers about it. <laughs> that, like, gray overcast. Even the smell of a pile of leaves. I've yeah. jumped in them so much, I can yeah. sense memory yeah. right now. Like, yeah. what? It's, it's kind of dewy. I, and- I won't lie. when, And I think it was my dad 
I can't remember who brought this to my attention about it being bad for the environment. Your my dad, dad used to, told you this? Well, my dad used to do it. And yeah, I think lives have reached everywhere. <laughs> I think he stopped for that reason. I think, and I think I maybe had said something Man. about it. Are you going to tell me campfires are bad? This is why. As I got older, when I got in trouble, I had to go. We had so many leaves on our property. Yeah. We had so many fucking trees. I mean, leaves were everywhere. Yeah. It kills me this day. I can't handle it. But I would ha- I would get in trouble, and I would have to go rake leaves. You'd have to put them into a trash can, then take the trash can and dump, dump them it. over the fence. Yeah. And uh, so I, and I think at some point I had said, "Why can't I just rake them into piles and we just light them on fire?" And I think it was my dad that was like, "That they found out that's bad for the environment." And and I remember being upset for two reasons. One. This would make my fucking punishment so much fucking easier, yeah, and it'd yeah. kind of be and fun. Get to play with fire. It'd be fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But two, it was this sort of having to uh, go. Oh, but I love that smell. Like I, I remember yeah. feeling that way. Yeah. This, this detachment that suddenly occurred of like, oh, but I, oh, that sucks because that smell is like wonderful. Yeah. It's a wonderful smell. It's the It's it. It has a similar because of fire, but it's why. A fireplace feels good. Are it you, isn't just is the that heat. bad? It isn't just the is sound. Is a campfire bad? No, I don't think so. I think burning wood is fine. I couldn't tell you. Do I look? Look I, at me. Hey, look at me. We're never gonna find look out. Look at me. And if someone tries to tell me otherwise, I'm gonna run away. Yeah, that campfires are bad. I don't think that's ever gonna. I think we'd know by now. Okay. I think we'd know. Well, a year ago, I thought I knew everything about burning leaves. Everything. No, but I'm not. <laughs> all the tricks and stuff. You thought you knew all that too. <laughs> do you know? What a, do you know a smell that isn't good that I like? What? I like going into a bar. These are tend to be your older bars in Chicago. Yeah. And college town bars. Yeah. And that next day, it's empty. You're there whether you're working, which yeah. I used to be a lot. Or you're there and it, you're there early, like it's still there. It's going, I think it's going. And you can smell, it just smells like spilled alcohol. Like yeah. the bar just has like a smell in it. And I like it for two reasons. One, because you, it kind of says so many good times have been had in here. Yeah. And then, and later on, this place is going to be full and no one's going to be able to smell that smell. Yeah. And they don't even know that that's part of the bar and that they're contributing to it. Yeah. 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 I know that's weird. Yeah. But you walk into some of those bars and you're like, oh, this is a this bar's been around a long time. This is right. a, it's almost like a fermented, it's just spilled alcohol. Yeah. It's like it's in the wood. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. It's, and it's a combination of all the fucking cleaning chemicals. That too. Mixed with alcohol. Yeah. Mixed with whatever smells coming out of the bathroom. Yes. You know, it's so funny in uh in the documentary, Seinfeld documentary Comedian, mm-hmm. when he's going downstairs and he says like uh, the smell of a comedy club. He goes, he goes. I don't know what that is. He goes, but it's so like distinguishable. It's yeah, it so really like is. it's. He goes, it's all of them. Mm-hmm. He goes, and I don't know why or what it even is. Yeah. And I remember when I first saw that, I didn't think anything of it because I had no experience with it. But over time, I'm like, oh, I get it now. Specifically, comedy clubs that you have to go downstairs to get into, yeah. which they don't all have to be that way. But those are, in my opinions, the better yes, ones. Yeah. Uh, a lot of them that I've had to go upstairs do not tend to go well I for agree. me. It and there is, something. and even if you said I the crowd mean, is hot, it, it, I, I would go, but I, 
on the wavelengths and the energies that we can't see or understand. Should have talked about this with Todd. I don't we exist in that. We would have lost He would have taken it. He'd still be here. Yeah. We'd be doing, this would be our anagrams or whatever the uh, Enneagrams. This is yeah. our Enneagrams run. Um, but you're so right. It's There's something about going down. Uh-huh. Into, it's why I think, uh, it, and, and you don't have to necessarily go down, but there's something about going down uh, into a club. If I'm going to go see jazz, and you, the yeah. entrance is in an alleyway. I don't even care what it looks like when we if get I'm inside. Gonna go see jazz, There's no way it doesn't. If work I'm going to go see jazz, I want my eyes to need to adjust when I walk in. Yes, yes, hundred percent. Go fuck! It's dark in here, and like it won't give it a minute. Give it a minute. Get stand over here. Give yeah. it a minute. There was a restaurant get a here drink. that's gone now. I think it. I think it was called Dear uh, Johns or Dear Johns, and you could not fucking see. <laughs> You couldn't see who was at the other table. That's what Todd. This is when Todd. Shined. Yeah. Todd, good. Yeah. <laughs> good. You know what else? Um, you can get this in your life because you guys have one. The smell of your skin later in the day after being in a pool in the yeah, summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is a is a big one. The cabin. Yeah. I, I couldn't experience it to you, and, and to be, I might keep it close to the vest if I even could. But there's a certain smell to that. Yeah. I, I want to ask you something. We got to run. Get but, out of the lake too, though. Same. There's a there's a and that's more of a can natural. Can I ask you a lake. non-smell question? Yeah. Before we go. Have you seen the thing? I was uh, I was uh, no longer a sophomore. I lost my virginity when I was twenty years old. Have you I'm seen, so hung up on it. Have you seen the thing or heard about the thing where you could look at anything in this room right now and know what it would feel like to touch it with your tongue? <laughs> Rory, look at anything you want. You look at me. You could look at anything and picture your tongue on it, and you know exactly what it's gonna feel like. I do. Should I not? No, it's we, normal. That's what we should. You do know with this. That. Yeah. You know, with that light? Yeah. You could the screen on the monitor. I'm trying to look for one the that brick, would kind of surprise the brick. me. brick? No. You look at it and you already know what it's going to taste know. I'm like. I'm trying to find one where I go, oh, I bet that's not. I, I'm, all of them are adding up in my head. I go, I bet that's right. I'm looking for the one where you I go, are, I bet it that's It is even wrong. a bet. You know it. What? You, it is even a bet. I bet you know exactly what this is going to feel like. I know, I'm looking tongue. for the one where I'm trying to go, I bet You're, I get that one happen. wrong. It's not gonna happen. I think. I think there's some in here. It's not gonna happen. That little metal thing right you there. You know exactly what. I that, don't know. I don't know what it tastes like. You do too. You don't know. <laughs> yes, you do. It's, Where did this question come? You got to stop drinking Snapple. <laughs> <laughs> Get us out of here. Um, this is uh, this is great. Yeah, I know. You don't think about letters much, do you? You know what I mean. You don't think about like or. Uh, not letters. Uh, smells much. You don't think about like, the, which like, is also th- probably a reason is... why they hit you so hard when you experience one. Like, what's, recently, what's your favorite smelled... food? That or happened early on in our show. Yes. What's your favorite food? And we went off. Right. This is that question. It's just a smell, and it's like, oh yeah, we haven't. really... I had something where I can't remember even where I was, but I remember I know still what it, what it reminded me of. The smell was the smell when you put on your shoulder pads to play football in yeah, high school. Yeah, that sweat, dry sweat. The smell sweat. of yeah. putting those on and when it's like getting it off and yeah. getting it on, that's exact. I can't even remember now where I was that reminded yeah. me of that, but I still know that smell. So I know what those practice yeah. jerseys smelled like. I know Same. what the pads For me, like grass new- and soccer, yeah. Like yeah. playing soccer, the sm- like if I want to play soccer right now and it was like the right time of day in the afternoon, like just that grass, the way it smells and hits you, it's like, it's pretty profound yeah. how like, like pungent. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Megan, this is a great letter. Thank you so much. You are a poet and you don't know it, but now you do. Uh, we wish you well. Sincerely, your pen pals, Roy Scovel and Daniel Van Kirk. 
Pen Pals is produced by Lissa Rubin and engineered and mixed by Chad Bouchard. Our artwork was created by Jeffrey Tice, and our theme music is by Patrick Keenan of The Winter Sounds. You can follow Pen Pals on Twitter and Instagram at the Pen Pals Pod. You can see all of that content thanks to Caitlin Bordini, who runs our social media. Head to youtube.com slash Daniel Van Kirk Comedy to watch these episodes absolutely free and subscribe to patreon.com slash penpals. For only $5, you can listen to a follow-up letter every week, and you'll be the first to hear all upcoming Pen Pals But the easiest way to support the show is to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes and tell everyone you know about your two favorite cackling idiots. Hashtag grow the show. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.